Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. For some reason, I had this thing. Yeah, maybe you could get a fifth for Baker. I don't know why fifth-round pick popped into my mind this morning. We were talking about it before the show. And then listening to the sound, right, because Key had said, maybe you could get a fifth-round pick. It's stuck in my mind. Yeah. But maybe you could get more than that for Baker Mayfield. Good morning, guys, by the way. Good morning. Good morning, Max. How are you doing? How are you? A little under the weather. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel okay? I need you to play through it, Max. I'm playing through it. Yeah. Yeah, No excuses. I tell you no lies. Okay. I don't need you to pull a Baker Mayfield and just, tell us Baker? How, and just tell us how bad you're feeling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. Actually, my shoulder, so, I don't, I don't my larynx. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. You had, to, you had to tell us that after the show, after yeah, the after show it, was like, over. Like, well, guys, the reason why I didn't perform well, yeah, yeah. I, I was feeling under the weather. Yeah, didn't exactly. sleep a lot. I got yeah. throat jammy, the whole thing. <laughs> throat jammy. <laughs> what? So throat jammy? Kevin's, what the hell is a throat jammy? You know, you got a little sore throat. and You know, the worst is like, if you, you like swallowing razor blades, that's what they need. Hold, that's hold what on, I hope comes. I've never heard throat jammy. I've never heard it Have either. You, that's that's. A can new you guys play me. that back? Did he say throat jammy? He said throat jammy. I, I was today years old when I I heard that statement. Yeah, yeah. today years old. A throat jammy. So throat Kevin, jammy. that's right. That's right. That, that doesn't that's jacked sound up like throat. You're sick. Okay. Well, what do you want me to tell you? Mm. Um, it's like you're trying to somehow <laughs> connect it to something else that it doesn't quite I'm connect to. I'm the immature to, one on the yeah. show. You guys But you're looking for it. You're looking for it. It's not looking for it. It's just throat jammy. Do you, do you get it from context of what I said? I don't know how to get it. Yeah, you, you know I'm exactly starting to wonder about you. Alternative away. Kevin Stefanski, the Browns head coach, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, you love me? What is that supposed to be? <laughs> ESPN 850 Cleveland, <laughs> the really result. big show. I want you to listen to this. Is Baker even being on the roster a distraction? Mm. When we're here in the building, we're kind of just focusing what we have to focus on. And, and today, that's a walkthrough that I'm already late for. So I'm gonna, you guys got to write me a, a note here. <laughs> okay. um, but it's just it's, it's, what, what, it's the situation that we're in, and, and we're making sure that we're focusing on what we can focus on. You know, we've talked about it. It, it is unique. Uh, I think everybody understands that. But, but for us, it's really treating it day by day and, and, and really not getting uh, too far out ahead of it. Are you confident it will be resolved, Coach? Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. And I think, uh, again, I think everybody would love uh, resolution, but these things are fluid. I think Andrew's talked about it. Um, we'll continue to do uh, what's best uh, ultimately for the team at all times, but this is a unique situation, um, and I think everybody understands that. Let me tell you what the resolution not going to be, Max. Baker Mayfield walking back into that Cleveland Browns locker room. They, they traded for Deshaun Watson, and they signed two other quarterbacks in free agency. Mm. They basically told Baker Mayfield, we want nothing to do with you. We are done with you. You were saying that you were done with us with the – the letter you sent to the fans through the Cleveland playing dealer, okay, that's cool. 
we're, we're done with you. We're gonna we're so done with you that we are going to fully guarantee the contract of a quarterback that we're trading for with twenty two pending civil cases against him for two hundred thirty million. That's how much we don't want you. So well, there's no there's no world in which Baker Mayfield is going to be a part of the Cleveland Browns right. well, in 2022. But the only thing that Cleveland and they got Brissett, the, they got Brissett, and they signed Josh Dobbs too. The only thing that the Cleveland Browns are waiting on is for a team to come through and offer them some kind of return on the investment that they're made. And they know it's not going to be a first round draft pick. But if there's a team that's out there that's desperate enough, could they get a mid round draft pick? If we're talking about a significant injury to a starting quarterback in training camp or early on in the regular season, I don't think that's outside of the realm of possibility. And here's the thing, Jay, that people have to understand. Right now, today, the Cleveland Browns have the second most cap space of anybody in the National Football League. Mm. So they don't have to move Baker Mayfield in order to handle their business. The $19 million that he's owed, that's already accounting on their salary cap. And they still got $24 million bucks of cap space. So they, they can hold on to Baker until something happens and then try to see if a team's desperate and then move him. Speaking of a team potentially being desperate, let's hear from Pete Carroll, the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. I don't see us, you know, making a trade for anybody that, at all. I, I don't see that happening. But um, we, we're certainly going to continue to be open to the chances to help our club. And, and uh, meanwhile, we're just going to be battling and, and, and competing our tails off. But, that, you know, there's always, there's always a possibility, so we keep open to that. I, I love this setup. Did you hear it, CC? I heard, I, I heard it. That's the setup like, hey, look, we're not stressed about it. We know what time it is. But if we get it for the right value, mm-hmm. then, you know, never say never. We can see where it is. Like, that's him holding his cards, not showing you what his hand is. But, but let's be honest about it, man. Drew Locke, Geno Smith, Jacob, like, that, that, those guys aren't the answer. Yeah. Unless you want a high draft pick next year. That's the- that, there you go. That's what you're <laughs> contemplating. That's what you're contemplating. Is. But here's the thing. This is the first season in 2021 where Pete Carroll had a double-digit loss year. Yep. And Pete Carroll is the oldest coach in the National Football League. He ain't buying green bananas, as they say. Max, I don't know that he has the stomach for a rebuild type of situation. I don't know that he's going into 2022 and saying, we're going to wave the white flag for a draft pick, whether it's C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young or any of those other quarterbacks that are projected to go in the top round in 2023. That was Pete Carroll on Sports Radio 93.3 KJR-FM. And guys, the Panthers, oh, he's going to the Panthers. Wide they just drafted, we don't want him here. And they just drafted Matt Seattle, Corral, too. Exactly. Yeah, Seattle Bobby might Anderson want C.J. Stroud more than a year of Baker. Let's hear from you on the call-in line. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Daryl in New York. Hey, guys, good morning. What up, D? Good morning, Daryl. What up? So, it's interesting. You bring up the locker room, and that's exactly what Russell Wilson did back after they lost the Super Bowl to the Patriots. Like, that defense, they were all off board with him, and and because of that, they lost the team, and they lost any chance of getting back to, to the Super Bowl. Um, he, he, Daryl, he, go he into that a little bit. What's that? Did you could you go into that point further? I'm not sure what the point is. Oh, it's to the point of the distractions. Russell became the distraction, split that team. Yep. That team had so much talent. And because you know, they threw the they threw the ball there. You're talking to, about the Marshawn Lynch. Line. You're talking about the the idea yeah. not to okay, look. This is well known by this point in sports that that 
the idea is at least they wanted Russell Wilson to get the glory. It's his mm-hmm. team now. He makes the final blah, interception, and now the Patriots win instead of the Seahawks. Just hand the ball to Marshawn Lynch. He runs it in. You win the game. Assuming he does it successfully, it's Marshawn Lynch. I, I'm thinking he's going to get in there, right? A lot of people are. That split the team. Defensive guys going, what's – here's the reality, though. Defenses, and that was a great defense – if you talk about a generation of a defense in the NFL, Chris Canty was about five years, something like that, yeah. right? And then there's some turnover. They start to get expensive just when they're getting a little older, not yep. quite as good anymore. So that may have happened naturally anyway, but it does fit very neatly into that story. The difference between Russell Wilson and Baker Mayfield, Russell Wilson kept that team a powerhouse for years afterwards. They didn't get back to the Super Bowl, but they were winning double But they digits. were in a divisional round. They were, like, they yeah. were going yeah. to NFC Championship He was games. playing great. Yeah. No, I mean, here's the thing. Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll, they, they've only missed the playoffs twice, and they've been there over a decade. So th- there's, no, there's no world in which we can say Russell Wilson is to blame for the Seahawks not being competitive at a championship level because they're always in the tournament, Max. So that part of the argument doesn't make any sense. But when we start looking at the Seattle Seahawks now, the question is, can John Snyder and Pete Carroll do enough to retool this team on the fly and make it competitive so you could take advantage of having an experienced head coach while Pete Carroll still has the energy to coach. Well, considering the track record, don't you trust in the Seattle Seahawks to, to kind of re, to pivot? I don't know. You don't know. I haven't seen, I haven't seen Pete Carroll without Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. I mean, the one year that we did see him, they didn't make the playoffs. They had a losing record. I, I, don't, I don't know what it's going to be without They that. never had under double-digit wins in Seattle. Except for until this last year, yeah. never except for one year they had nine wins. Otherwise, all double digits and better with Russell Wilson and and Pete Carroll. Doesn't that give them the benefit of the doubt? Max? They're in a in a real tough division, and there are it's a quarterback rich draft next year. If you're Seattle, do you want to compete for seven or eight wins and then not wind up with one of those quarterbacks, or would you rather now nah, we'll rock with Drew Locke, whoever else, and we'll wind up with? a real high draft pick and grab a quarterback. Well, like well you, you, still got, you still got the draft pick from the Denver Broncos, though, and you have your own first-round draft pick. So it's not like you, you can't, can't make a move. It's not like you can't yeah. move up the draft yeah, board if you're Pete point. Carroll. So I, 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 don't, I don't necessarily know that this is going to be a situation where they tank. I think they have too much pride in that organization Agreed. and mm-hmm. the culture that Pete Carroll has established. If you're more competitive, you can develop some of the younger players that are going to play an integral role in that team when you do get the young quarterback. So maybe they do get Baker eventually. This is Keyshawn J. Willemax, Chris Canty in for Keyshawn today. We're presented by Progressive Insurance coming to you live from the Seaport District Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Guys, I'm telling you right now, you bristle when I talk about, oh, uh, uh, CP3's legacy is, yeah, it could be enhanced or diminished based on what happens in the playoffs. Steph Curry's legacy will be affected by the next game he plays in. That's on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know we're big fans of BetterHelp in all the ways it can help people with their mental health. And this year has gone quickly And so I'd like you to think about something that you're proud of in 2024 so far. Think about what you would be proud of. What's something you still want to accomplish this year? And when life goes fast, it's important to take a moment to celebrate those wins. And therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievable goals for the next six months for the rest of the year. So you can look back on the rest of the year the way that you have this past year to know 
that it went the way that you wanted. And therapy is helpful for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, I urge you, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So take a moment for you. Take a moment. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, Keyshawn, hey, J. Yeah. Will and Max, ESPN ha. Radio, Sirius ha. XM Channel ha. 80. Oh, wow, guys. Chris Canty in for Key, and we are joined by Monica <laughs> McNutt. Go ahead, CC. Do that hey, old man dance. Hey, this hey, old man hey, dance. Hey, hey. God, don't move. I'm, 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 I'm too big to be doing a yeah, whole lot in the yeah. club, man. I'm too big for all of that, dog. CC, I'm all turn of energy. House, like, this guy didn't move from his seat for two and a half hours. Just Wait, what do you weigh? Dance. Chris, what did you say? I'm 6'8", 340 pounds. 340. It's a big dude right there. Well, it helped out in my line of work. I played defensive tackle in the NFL. I'm sure. Mind about that. Definitely. Monica is here giving you the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. You got the sweatshirt on, Monica. And WNBA season tips off tonight. Today, this was a deliberate wear this morning. Uh, Super excited. Uh, It's Listen, there's so much going on with teams and final rosters. And Jay just asked me who's my favorite. It's Last night, I think I said my favorite is the Aces to finally get over the hump behind new leadership for Becky Hammond. But okay. also, like, Chicago reco- returns its four core. Mm. You can't sleep on them. Like, hey, Candace. I, there's a lot. There's just a lot. If My home team, shout out to the Washington Mystics, if Elena Deladon and Alicia Clark are indeed healthy and going to contribute, watch out. Um, there's a lot going on. Yeah, can we talk about, if you're, if you're a professional athlete or a guy who's a fan of WNBA, stop asking for free gear. <laughs> Take your ass online, support the WNBA, and buy some gear. I'm just saying, Jay, the way <laughs> you, my credit card and my bank account works. You're like, I need to get some <laughs> gear, Monica. I'm like, go, go buy it. Get the breaks conversation it. out your mouth. Now, you, know what it, you know what it is, Jay? And the also, fact, you just said he's 6 Evan got a free hoodie. Yeah. Makes me feel like I should get a free hoodie. Wait, I mean, you think you got a free hoodie? Free hoodie. For you. He did I didn't get a free get, hoodie. No, I didn't get a free hoodie. I was angling for a free hoodie. Oh. There's a difference. Big difference. Well, well Evan, Evan's in kid size. So you'll call, you'll call me out, but you don't want to call Evan out. It'll cost less. That's fine for Evan. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Get my shoe size name out your mouth. You guys. Billy, you're so stupid. So stupid. Yeah. Me, me I got to give you one of those. In the NBA, oh, Monica. There, there's here, a transition, Max. Here is my theory. <laughs> that's hard left turn. <laughs> that's right. that's, Max is the king Man. of transitions. I here love it. Is, I, why mess around? Yeah. Why, I'm going to construct something like, well, it's interesting. And let me somehow make this blend into that. Just say it. What are we, what are we well, doing here? Here we go. Pivot. Let's do it. Here is, here is my theory, okay? Let's get it. And people hate when I say oh, it's big for Chris Paul's legacy, but it is both ways. Like, if you fail, that get that, that part of the story, if you succeed, I think Chris Paul might chip up this year. Huge for him, right? Steph Curry, mm-hmm. who has never been a finals MVP, has played in five oh, finals. God. This is the fact of the matter. Who's had a lot of bad finals, like oh. games. Like, for example, uh, for example the, the biggest choke I'm in sorry. history of American I'm team sorry, sports, guys. game seven at home, fourth quarter, okay. against the Cavs, okay? He... He just got out. The best player in the series so far has been John Morant. Clearly and by far, he's the best player in that series. Missed the last shot to win, to, so they lost game one. But then Memphis came back. They bullied him. John went for 47 and won. Now Steph's at home. I'm telling you, Memphis doesn't have Dylan Brooks. Steph's got to win this game, and he's got to be the best player on the floor at some point, Monica. To that, you say What? I do think the Warriors will win this game. I'm not sold that Steph will be the best player on the floor, and it's okay. Okay. Why, think, why, why wouldn't he be the best player on the floor? Um, I, I mean, if, if Clay, who's been in the topic of conversation as of lately, goes off, right, that's not a bad guy to be one-upped by. If the pool party should happen to continue, also something that you can deal with, it's a credit to the Warriors organization in terms of their development. Steph is a key. There's no doubt about that. But I think the nature of the Warriors system – and where Steph is in his career. Where is he in his career? He's, he's won already. I, you're, the finals MVP is the hang-up for you in terms of his Yes, legacy? that's the hang-up for me. No, that's, but, but, but it's, it's reflective MVP. of the that, fact that's that. That's the one caveat that, for me. It's yes. reflective of the fact that he has not been as good as he normally is as the stakes rise in the playoffs. I, okay, but he <laughs> still has the hardware and he's never left his organization. Guys want to come play with him. I hear where you're coming that from. That is a great point. Yeah. He creates – he's part of a team yeah. that people want to play with, and he creates that atmosphere. Right, and so in many ways – I don't know, Jay, you, Jay and, and um, Kanta, you tell me if I'm wrong. I think in many ways some of the guys that have the individual accolades would easily trade what Steph has been able to be a part of. And so I, I don't think that that affects his legacy one way. But, you know, when you say be a part of, I just want to take people through it. 2015 <laughs> – they would have obviously lost to the Cavs. It went six games, and Kyrie and Kevin Love were out, right? It was so bad, they had to give the MVP to the guy who guarded LeBron because LeBron was by so far the MVP right. of the series, right? They were lucky that the Cavs got hurt, or they never win that one. Okay. The next year, they actually lost. Mm-hmm. The following two years, KD comes. There's no way to lose now. You're already a great team. You add KD. You beat any team that was ever constructed. So they crushed everybody, right? But KD won the... I have not yet, and then he lost to Kawhi. I'm not holding that against him. His whole team was hurt, and he played great, but still didn't win. I have yet to see a no-excuses, Steph-led Warriors team win a championship. And, and like, so here, they could get stopped by Memphis right well, now, he, Monica. He did win a championship. They did win championship. a championship before KD The first got championship. There. Right, but yeah, LeBron was playing with Della Vadova as his second-best player. <laughs> Kyrie <laughs> and <laughs> Kevin Love got hurt. Let's go back to your we, point, we though. Dis- you said a Steph Curry-led team. He led team a to a no championship. no excuses championship. It was very clear to me. Hold on. At the end of that In series. In whose opinion, these excuses come from you. Hold guys. On, stop, because y'all have the whole show, so I just want to make sure I have this conversation yes. before I have to go. Yes. Um, I don't think that that is vital. 
And I think when you look at the way that Steph has changed the game mm-hmm. and the organization that he has been an absolute cornerstone to, I don't think that that is absolutely vital. I think him not having to always do that is a testament to what he, like what literally was built in Golden State around him. One of the greatest players of all time. I'm never arguing against that. I'm saying people want to put him in the top 10. Not a lot of room there, right? To me, you got to at some point, like Jay is thinking about, can I get Steph in the top 10 all time? A lot of people think like that. He's the greatest shooter the game has ever seen. But but you got to answer to what I'm saying, though, if you want to talk. But but you're saying the one caveat. I'm sorry. You're saying the one caveat is him not being a finals MVP. If he wins a fourth championship, regardless of how he gets there, Max, you know, we, we like to fixate on how a player gets here, but this is about moments. So you're telling me if they get by this team and Steph doesn't have a a polarizing moment, but then versus Phoenix with CP3, he does have a moment. Like you're going to hold this No, I'm saying that they won't get by Memphis if Steph doesn't start. Like at some point, after they just got bullied, they lost by by a guy who dropped 47. Same size as Steph, by the way, John Morant, right? If that guy comes to your home court, game three, and wins a pivotal game three and outplays you, I think Memphis goes on to win the series. And you're saying saying that's going to diminish Steph's value. His not, it's, not, it's not an issue of diminish. diminish. It's when you talk about getting into the top. You want him to top. be that dude. Yes. And no question. I, get I where want Steph to be that dude. I think yes. it's necessary. I, uh, to me, the fact that he's been able to be so successful without that moment, so to speak, to use your frame, uh, your terminology, speaks to, again, what he has. The Warriors are not the Warriors if they don't draft Steph Curry. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I you're making you. the best counter argument. Right. This is, this I is something I, I understand. It's an excellent argument. I got, I got where you're coming from. Like, you want the NFT moment that goes crazy because Steph shut it down. And t- I get it. I just, I that's what an it. NFT is. Is that there a championship? I don't, got, I don't it's, buy it. That's what an NFT it's is. It's a finals MVP. Oh, wow. I, I just don't understand, Max, <laughs> when you look at the resume, man. Two-time scoring champ. He's got two MVPs, one unanimous. I, I just, one I of the greatest players the of all time. Unanimous, unanimous, the great, first see, of all, he's revolutionized only, how you play the game. The only unanimous MVP in the and history it was, of basketball. And by the way, if you look back, that's right, nonsense that's, that's because that's a regular season award. And in the finals, when it mattered most, LeBron was so much better, it didn't, wasn't worth talking about. Is, well, Draymond, get, way, Draymond getting Draymond kicked out for one game in that series was ultimately the turning LeBron point also did that. He averaged 27 in that series, by the way. Go ahead, Monica. I just uh, This is part of the Michael Jordan argument, like the, uh, which I get. I get where you're coming from. Yeah. And I, I think it's a fair argument. I personally don't subscribe. That's all. All I'm saying is... Meanwhile, old planet Earth, Monica. CC, but hold on, CC. Okay. I just want to stay on this for one second. I just want to clarify. You use the LeBron thing to hurt Steph. I'm not hurting LeBron. him. How am I hurting him? him? You, you got to earn into the use, top ten. You use the LeBron thing to diminish Steph in that moment. Right, essentially, because you're using saying, it. I'm just, I'm just counting stuff up. I'm just okay. looking, observing, and then ranking. Is LeBron James one of the top three greatest players who ever yes. played a game of basketball? Yes. Okay, that's. I just want to clarify that point because you're comparing him to one of the greatest players to ever, ever, ever do it. Maybe top two of all time, Michael Jordan. But like if you're unanimous MVP. What that ought to mean, there's no, like, you know, in, in a league where the only important thing is actually the postseason because no MVP ever comes from a non-playoff team, most of the teams make it to the playoffs. Literally over 50% of the teams make it to the playoffs. Now they do. I'm not tr- Even then, 8 out of 15 is more than 50%. So to not observe what happens when the games actually matter 
And to say, oh, that doesn't matter. He was unanimous MVP. Revote on that after the playoffs. He wouldn't have gotten a vote. It would have been LeBron. So even that, oh, he's the first unanimous MVP. I thought they were going to win the series. I thought it would be because of Steph. They didn't. And partly it was because Steph choked in game seven in the fourth quarter. I still like the fact you diminish playing 82 games or somebody who's never played a game before. You don't know how hard it is to, to have that level every single game, every single night. He's one of the I don't greatest like players. He's the greatest player ever, 6'3 or under. Right, I get it. The game selects out for size, though. It is It is a fascinating conversation because as much of a literal game changer as Steph has been, you could certainly nitpick clutch performance in the postseason. I'm with you on that. Which is yeah. fair, but I think in the conversation of the greats, you got to look at it in totality. I'm not willing to hold that against him, especially because ultimately, more times than not, he's wound up with the hardware. He has, again, no question. But, but it, it, you're right. it is still right. a team sport. It's like, like me trying you. to – one of the reasons basketball is a barbershop sport, right, you talk yeah. about it like boxing, is of all the team sports, it's the – this is changing a little because football, the quarterback is now so important. People mm-hmm. do this with quarterbacks. But it's the easiest team sport to reduce, even if it's unfair, to the, the number one character involved, right? So, and make it almost as though okay. it's a fighter. So, so just to stick with you on barbershop, though, because, yeah. Max, you are such an intelligent guy and you do this for a living. I – do not expect to walk into a barbershop, typically, unless somebody was just listening to you, and somebody reduces Steph to what he did not do in, a, in, the, in the postseason. But you might say, is he top 10 of all time? You might hear that, and someone say, how could he be top 10 of all time? Who are you taking out? But I never say he's top 10 of all time. I say he's trending in that direction when it's all said and done. Okay, yes. Jay, this, wait, wait. This, is <laughs> this is what I mean. Monica, Monica, this is what I mean. I'm, everyone always hears the negative. Oh, media guy saying he's trying to set him up for the negative. There's a there's an upside and a downside. I got you. Thrill of victory, agony of defeat. It's not all about the downside. There's also the upside. I got you. Let Steph beat back a young Ja, right, and get there and win the chip this year. That adds, Jay. It's not I'm not trying to diminish him. I'm just want to observe where he lands. But, okay, now if if the Warriors beat the Grizzlies, but Steph does not ascend to whatever level to the NFT moment, yes. are, are you still not satisfied? No, if they win, they win. I'm, my my no. prediction is they don't win because Ja, if Steph doesn't step up, if he allows Ja to be the best player in the series, I don't think they're going to win. I, di- I disagree with your own assessment of yourself. Okay. Because <laughs> I know you. I've been around. We've been together for a good year now every single day. I know what you will do if Steph does not play well and they still win. You're still going to say there's something for him to prove. I know you, Max. I, probably. That's it's, where the argument is going. Be out yeah. there. Probably, yeah, but like Monica makes a very good point. It's a team sport, and Steph – his style of play, the way he plays, his excellence has created four championships. Like, that has happened. I can't say 100%. that hasn't happened. Y'all yeah. not going to let me get Monica's take on the Dylan Brooks suspension? No, because we have to go to break. Monica, do you want to stay? Uh, yeah. Can I? Look, look, just force her hand. She has things I, to do. I got to do my eyelash. I got to oh, get okay, up. Yeah, Here's yeah, my deal okay. on Dylan Brooks' take. I mean, my thing on Dylan Brooks, I don't love the suspension. I understand it. I think compared to the Grayson Island play, which is the closest thing, transition take a guy out of the air, I get it. Mm. But in this series, like – you're what, an inch maybe from Brandon Clark cracking a clavicle? Was that going to be a suspension as well? That's what I said. That's what I said with Draymond Green. That's where I'm at. That's but Monica I, I get it. McNutt, ladies Thanks, and gentlemen. The great Thanks. Monica McNutt. Keyshawn <laughs> J. Willemax, presented by Progressive Insurance. Seahawks would not let Russ cook. <laughs> wow. I can't say what I'm <laughs> Someone wrote this for me. Will they let Baker bake? Keyshawn J. Will and Max with Chris Canty in for Key today, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, joined by ESPN senior NFL writer Jeremy Fowler. Nah, because you always on me about my old man Bop, and that was absolutely an old man two-step right there. There it is. That's it right there. Just one one spot. spot. 
Just stay Don't right move. here. Yes. Ten and two <laughs> right here. Just That's Jeremy right in the club. Ten and two. Keep it tight. By the way, low-key, Jeremy can recite lyrics of rap songs. Like, he'll blow your mind. Like, okay. We eventually <laughs> need to have him on here dropping bars. Got you. Just trying to tell y'all. Yeah, speaking of barbershop, he looks like he could be in a barbershop quartet in the That's 50s, right. but he's dropping bars. It's I true. always keep a hot 16 ready to go. So we got Jack Harlow versus Eminem. I like it. Let's go. Let's go. Max, so, you know all right. who Jack Harlow is? Uh, Jack Harlow. I don't, I don't know. Eminem? Who's this Eminem? <laughs> He's a boxer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 130-pounder? <laughs> Kevin Stefanski on the Baker Mayfield situation says everyone wants a resolution, but these things are fluid. Hot news or not news, Jeremy Fowler? I'm going to go hot news right now because it's, it's not news what he said. It's what he said signifies coming off of the draft and what the next two months could look like here. This could get ugly. Uh, the Browns are trying to salvage anything here, and teams around the league are not doing them any favors. I mean, they're, they're even whispers. I've talked to teams that said, like, look, everybody's going to wait this out and force Cleveland to release him, partly out of embarrassment because they went and did the Watson deal, and now they're stuck with this guy in $19 million. Nobody's going to pay them anything. Maybe a couple million to relieve the Browns on a trade and a throw-in seventh-round pick. But it just doesn't look good right now. So the Browns, I'm told, are, are willing to sit on this. and like the Wait source, for an injury? A source told me, what's the rush right now? We don't have mm. mini camp for another you know, month. And you know he, we could probably excuse him from that if he doesn't want to show up or if he just wants to show up and be in the background. But like, there's no urgency now that the draft's over. And they could just wait to see what happens around the league. But, Jeremy, that's why I think this is hot news. Because you know us as the media – we are relentless. And every right. time something right. happens, we're going to keep asking you about this. So just Kevin Stefanski and company, look forward to being at every podium mm -hmm. and answering questions about Baker Mayfield over and over and over again. Yep. See, I disagree. I think it's not news. This is something that we knew had yep. the potential to play out into training camp, into the regular season. I guess the only question I have for you, Jeremy, is, what are going to be the possible landing spots for Baker? Because it seems like after draft day weekend, a lot of those destinations dried up. The Carolina Panthers drafted a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you hear what the Seattle Seahawks are saying about trading for a quarterback. It just doesn't seem like there's an obvious destination. Even the Atlanta Falcons drafted Desmond yeah. Ritter in the third round. So uh, where's Baker Mayfield going to end up if it's not Seattle? He would have to be released, I think, for there to be interest. Now, I do think multiple teams would have interest at that point because sure. the expectation of being a former number one pick and the, the money are all gone. As at a starter point. or just as depth at the quarterback Not necessarily. Position. Not necessarily. I, I, Seattle, I still think, despite what Pete Carroll said, they would explore it if he's released. Not as a trade, but if he's mm -hmm. released, they would throw him in the mix or at least look into the option of signing him. Uh, but right now, there's just there's not a set team that's in on trading for him. There's just he not. ain't tall, he ain't fast, shocking. he's not good in the locker room. Is the reputation anyway right now? That, those three things are not good. Pete Carroll says he doesn't see the Seahawks trading for a quarterback. Is that hot news, Jeremy? Because of what you just said about Baker? No, that's not news. It would be hot news last week coming into the draft uh, if that was an option for them, day two or day three, to make a swing for Mayfield. But not news right now. Uh, the bigger news is that the, it doesn't look like DK Metcalf's getting traded. You know, they're talking about him and trying to get a deal done with him. Uh, a couple months ago, it maybe felt a little differently, especially with the way things things are going with the receivers. What we saw with AJ Brown right now, Metcalf is a Seahawk. Jalen Hurts says it's my opportunity, it's my team. Jeremy, is that hot news or not news? Mm, I'm gonna go not news. I, I, I like the conviction, it, and he's right. He's got a year. I mean, the, the pressure's on, right? They have built a winner around him. It looks like. 
they're built for 2023 and go get a quarterback in that draft if they want to, unless mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts proves otherwise that they should not. And I, so he's got 17 games to make that happen. I can see how fans would think this is not news because everybody kind of expects it. Of course, it's your team, Jalen. Like, they, you know, they mm-hmm. traded Carson Wentz. They gave you the keys. Yep. But to me, as an athlete, CC, I think this is hot news because yep. I like when I hear a player say, oh, no, I recognize what time it is and I acknowledge it to the public. And I want everybody to know that you can put that responsibility on my shoulders. And I'm willing to state yep. it so you can recognize that. Yeah, I appreciate that from Jalen Hurts, but I know it's not news. Yeah. I mean, we, we expected this. And we knew this going back to last year's draft when it was five quarterbacks to go in the first round and the Eagles were sitting at number six and they traded back a couple of times. Mm. So you're talking about the ownership being behind giving yeah. Jalen Hurts a fair shake to prove that he's the answer. And if he doesn't, we got options. But if he does, then you're talking about a contract extension after 2022, because yeah. ain't no fifth-year option on Jalen Hurts, cuz. All right, how about this? John Lynch said this week that trade talks on Jimmy G, they were having him, came to a, quote, screeching halt after so- shoulder surgery. Is that hot news or not news, John Jeremy? Lynch said that? Yep. Uh, I'm going to go not news because uh, it's, it sounds convenient for him to say now. Um, but they're just it, – its he had the shoulder surgery like two, three months ago. So this would have been hotness if he would have said that back in February around the combine. Uh, but now he says it after the draft. Oh, yeah, we couldn't trade him. Well, okay, uh, that's great. But, you know, you've had time to try to get this done. You still have $26 million on the books. Now, I'm told the 49ers have been comfortable holding on to that because they feel like they can do whatever they need around free agency and the draft until it's time to deal him. Maybe sometime over the summer this will heat up once he's healthy. But it, it's been known that, like – they can't really do anything right now because of the shoulder. And I don't necessarily think the market was, you know, booming as it was anyways. It, he's got more clout than Baker Mayfield, but he, he never had a huge, robust market, mm. you know, where the 49ers are going to get a first-round pick for him. Yeah, not news. It was a very Captain Obvious statement to me. Yeah, not news. Although I do find it curious that once upon a time, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch said they had multiple mid-round picks being offered to him for Jimmy G's services. And now they can't find. I mean, a trade it just takes a mid-round pick to get Jimmy G. I'll take him. Like Jimmy G is good, man. Listen, I, we're acting yeah. like he's not good. Listen, Listen if, it, if it wasn't for them being in the same division, I think Jimmy G. in Seattle is a perfect fit. Yeah. Perfect. Well, that's why perfect I think fit. the Panthers. I mean, they're still hungry for a quarterback. I can still see that over Baker Mayfield. I thought. Listen, every is Matt Ryan better for the Colts than Jimmy G. would have been. You sure about that? Right now, at this yeah. point in his career. Yeah, I'm I don't probably know sure about that. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw Jimmy G. I just saw Jimmy yeah. G yeah. beat Aaron Rodgers. Just saw it. I'll take Matt Ryan. In the playoffs. I'll take Matt Ryan. I'll take Matt Ryan. I'll take Matt okay, Ryan. you could have I, I would have taken Jimmy G. I, I will have him. I'll All take right. him Andy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> As always. You want some hot news? Here's some hot news. The Cowboys are actually flying under the radar. And that scares the hell out of me as a Giants fan. What? G Sean, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups and sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up and power your buys and tries the right way or de-stress with some cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
Can you remember the last time you had fun on a bike ride? Electric e-bikes, the number one seller of e-bikes in America, is here to bring fun and joy back to biking. Their riders routinely say they feel like kids again riding these bikes. And one even said, I'm a 46-year-old man, and I can honestly say I haven't had this much fun on a bike since I was 10 years old. These e-bikes from Electric are fast. They're up to 28 miles per hour. They offer lightweight and foldable e-bikes, so you can easily take them on the go to explore national parks, campgrounds, and more. Even if you don't have a truck, trailer, or a bike rack, many of their models will fit in the trunk of a car. They also offer long-range batteries that provide over 65 miles of range so you can explore further and longer. Just head on over to electricebikes.com today and take their bike quiz to find a model that's perfect for your needs. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Check out what Dan Orlovsky had to say about Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield walks away as the steal of the NFL draft. ESPN NFL insider Dan Graziano with us now. We had a running joke with Foxworth on Saturday about Monday Dan Orlovsky because he always said some splashy thing that provided great content for the rest of the week, right? So, like, on Tuesday, we loved Monday, Dan. <laughs> yeah, I see that, yeah. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers. Some things cannot be repeated after commercial break. No, man, I can't do the show with you guys anymore, man. Chris Canty in for Keyshawn Johnson today. So, you know, we talk about uh, Monday Dan. Dan Orlovsky on Mondays shows up usually on Get Up and says something that gets people talking. Well, Dan Orlovsky, guys, ranked his top five NFC teams this past Monday on Get Up. Monday, mm. Dan. Reliable. Would you like to hear what they are? Oh, absolutely. At five is the Eagles. Okay. Top teams in the NFC. Top five. At four is the Packers. Three, the Saints. Mm. Wow, okay. Two, the Bucks. One, Los Angeles Rams, defending champs. I love the engagement. Thoughts? Well, Chris Canty, as a former Cowboy, I'm interested, and let me tell you why I'm interested in this, okay? Mm. It feels to me like every year the Cowboys reload and there's someone at ESPN, usually multiple people, and a lot of this is the Cowboys year, they're finally going to win the Super Bowl, and of course they don't. I have not heard that from anyone right now. There's no sense. Yes, this is the Cowboys year, and that makes me nervous because it means they're flying under the radar. As a Giants fan, you know, you've been a part of it. Yep. No one's talking about the Giants. Mess around and win a Super Bowl. What do you think about the Cowboys not being in his top five? I think it's appropriate. Max, and as a Giants fan, I don't think you have anything to worry about. The Cowboys have mm-hmm. some flaws that I think is going to make it hard for them to overcome, and chief among them is the offensive line. Like, remember, they got rid of Lyle Collins as a cap casualty. You're talking about a guy that has over 70-plus starts in the National Football League, and most of those at right tackle, and he's in his mid-20s. That is going to be a significant loss. And don't give me this mess about Terrence Steele stepped in and played every bit as good because Terrence Steele ain't as talented as Lyle Collins. You lost Connor Williams in free agency. He signed for a bag down in Miami. That's That's a big loss. That's their left guard. Now, versatile, good. it sounds like what they're going to do is give Tyler Smith this year's first-round draft pick an opportunity at right tackle and at left guard. But if you heard during the NFL draft, Mel Kuyper, the first thing he led with with the breakdown on Tyler Smith was he's a penalty waiting to happen. 
It's mm. not exactly what you want to hear for the team that led the National Football League in penalties last year. So the offensive line is a huge concern. Tyron Smith ain't played a full season since 2015. Tyler Biotish has been a disappointment at center. So what about, you got the, a lot what about of the kid out of North Dakota? Where, 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 where was he? They took a tackle in the, an offensive lineman anyway in the like the fifth. I'm Alec Lindstrom. Matt Wolesko out of North Dakota. I, I, I don't know yeah. much about CC? him. Yeah. I don't know much about him. But here's what I'm saying, Max. Their offensive line, which used to be a strength, a big part of the identity of this team, sure. is not going to be that in 2022. What about that, Jay? So, one of the things I wanted to address that I think needs to be said now, because mm. we've been talking about this particular subject matter on this show for a while, ever since he got the bag, was Dak Prescott, right? So coming off injury, last year was a marginal year for Dak. We expected more, didn't get it. Their defense made improvement, right? But don't we expect Dak Prescott, despite all these challenges that you just mentioned, to raise the level of this team, if they don't finish in the top five of the NFC, isn't that to a degree an indictment on the quarterback that got chosen as, look, they're a run-dominant offense. I've heard Key talk about this multiple times. So that's what they need to do. He's not going to be the quarterback that dropped back and passes the ball you know, 35, 40 times per game. Isn't that the case? Wouldn't yes. that be an indictment on Dak Prescott? No doubt about it, Jay, because they're paying him like yes. he's a quarterback that can elevate the play of right. everybody around him. Like that, That's my some, biggest headline at, out of all this stuff. At, it's at on some, Dak. Jay, at some point he got to show up. And think about it. Dan Orlovsky's rankings, they have the Philadelphia Eagles as the 15. And I don't disagree with that. I think Philly is the favorite in the NFC East <sighs> going into 2022. And that might be the biggest indictment on Dak Prescott. The fact that you're getting $40 million a year and yet a guy that's a second-year second year starter in Jalen Hurts has a better chance to lead his team to a division. Here's title my problem with the Cowboys. That's, that's what it feels like. I feel you. Look, they drafted – the reason they built that great offensive line, in five years they used four for, of their first-rounders in five years. Four out of five years on offensive linemen. That's how they built that line. Yeah. You know, back eight, ten years ago, whatever it was. Zach yeah. Martin instead of Johnny Manziel, all those kind of picks, yeah. right? But it did not result in a Super Bowl. And I think of the Giants when when they needed a left tackle bad, they just moved David Deal from left guard to left tackle. They thought he could do the job, and he did. And they won the, and you guys won the Super Bowl, yeah, right? Yeah. So I'm just a little nervous that the the pressure everyone keeps we keep paying lip service. There's so much pressure on Dak. But in fact, is there really? Because if he falls flat, what are we gonna say? It's the coach. Then they're gonna go talk to Sean Payton or whoever, and they're gonna change the coach. So he to me, Dak still has a year or two of runway. No, nah, Dak got a pass last year because he was coming off of that ankle surgery. Uh-huh. Okay. That, that's why he got a pass. But let's not forget Chris, what they ha- paid him. Hold on, hold on, Max. Let's not forget what happened in the wild card game. Because a lesser quarterback came in and beat the Dallas Cowboys in Jerry's world. That that happened. Jimmy Garoppolo beat Dak Prescott. And the guy that you would want to have the ball at the end of the game and managing that two-minute drill had that opportunity. Mm. And what happened? So did Aaron Rodgers. One of, one of the, hold it the, no, no, no. One of the biggest gaffes that we saw in last year's playoffs and how they handled that end-of-game scenario. You don't expect the quarterback getting paid $40 million a year to come up short in that fashion. But, that's, if, that's he, number, but if he falls flat, we're going to blame McCarthy. Well, that's fine. We can blame McCarthy, but that doesn't take the pressure off of Dak Prescott. He's got He's got to be a force multiplier at some point, Max. You I got agree. Rid of, you got rid of Amari Cooper. 
You, you've yeah. got a running back in Ezekiel Elliott that can't break tackles anymore. And Matt, right, offense, that also takes pressure your off your that. Your offense doesn't have any – well, Max, you're saying it takes pressure off him. I think he has to do more in order for the Dallas Cowboys to get to where they want to be. But I think so what, how is there no pressure But on I him? think what Max is saying, and I, and I agree with him to an extent because I agree with you, I think there is a ton of pressure on Dak Prescott. But since Sean Payton is waiting there, looming over the franchise – There are built-in excuses. It just feels like there's a built-in excuse yeah. for, for Dak. Yeah, it does. I, it feels like that. Does a $40 million a year quarterback need – I don't, think it does. I don't think it does. I'm with you. I'm just trying to tell you how people are going to pan it out. Plus the rise of Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, these younger Josh Allen. Suddenly his position in the league isn't what it quite used to be. Speaking of quarterbacks that need to step up, Key says one quarterback is being set up for massive success. That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Can you remember the last time you had fun on a bike ride? Electric e-bikes, the number one seller of e-bikes in America, is here to bring fun and joy back to biking. Their riders routinely say they feel like kids again riding these bikes. And one even said, I'm a 46-year-old man, and I can honestly say I haven't had this much fun on a bike since I was 10 years old. These e-bikes from Electric are fast. They're up to 28 miles per hour. They offer lightweight and foldable e-bikes, so you can easily take them on the go to explore national parks, campgrounds, and more. Even if you don't have a truck, trailer, or a bike rack, many of their models will fit in the trunk of a car. They also offer long-range batteries that provide over 65 miles of range so you can explore further and longer. Just head on over to electricebikes.com today and take their bike quiz to find a model that's perfect for your needs. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com.